Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Patrol Base Live. Uh, we are doing one of our newer uh, format live streams today where we want to bring in sort of the biggest brands, the biggest players. But today we are uh, really excited to be joined by probably one of the UK's, if not the UK's largest brands. Uh, so I'll they'll introduce themselves, but we are joined by Vosk and Newprol. Uh, so Ross from Vosk. Tom from uh, Newprol, so if you want to just introduce yeah, yourselves. I'm, I'm, I'm Ross, I'm a creative lead at Vorsk Airsoft, um, spent a lot of time before that dealing with uh, Newprol bits and bobs. And, uh, yeah, uh, I'm Tom, uh, marketing manager for Newprol, um, so as, Ro as Ross has moved on to uh, the Vorsk side of things, I've kind of backfilled and looked after some of your older responsibilities in the company, so. haven't I? So we're here today just to talk about um, uh, Newprol a little bit, but mainly about Vorsk and uh, what Vorsk is about and uh, some of our goods and uh, and where we're going. So, so with that uh, in mind, then, so Vosk is obviously the the younger part of the um, sort of pairing. Where did Vosk come from? What was the sort of ethos behind it, and why was that necessary to bring Vosk to the market? Yeah, good question. So Vosk's um, kind of come from it's it's one of those brands of. To be really blunt of what if we could do it ourselves and yeah. you know kind of there is no limit you, you know let's just make stuff that's really cool people really really enjoy it we can get some good performance we can try things we can we're not beholden to other platforms necessarily um so it's kind of born of a vision of creating something unique and exciting yeah different and as as the industry's got larger and diversified obviously we can move into that yeah and it, it you can see from the the sort of things behind myself and behind them, it's you're not you're not spending a lot of time like chasing licensing or anything like that. If you've got a shape or a design or something really really cool, you just go, "I'm going to make that," and you can just go, "I, I think this is cool. We're going to make it into a, a platform." Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it sounds. You're not like doing a the dream. one to one. Yeah. You're going. It's, it's I want a bit this. like the Top Gear of, of airsoft yeah. kind of thing, really. I mean, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I. For me, it's I've I've always been very into getting things right, making sure that replicas are you know one to one, all this kind of stuff. But equally, I think that as I said, that the way the industry's gone and going, I think that um, being able to have free creative control on this kind of stuff is quite important. And um, as I said, it's going sort of that way anyway. So I feel like being able to create all of these different projects at Vorsk, and we'll go over some. And obviously, there's ones that are already here. I think there's a unique story behind every single one and I think that's what's different about Vorsk and, and creating it as a um, moving forward to creating it as a platform has been really really important for us because um, hence the different types of gas and the ammunition and it, it's a it's a platform an all-encompassing all sort of thing that stays together and, and complements each other and we learn use a lot of experience from our learned experience over the last 10 15 20 years we've got a massive combined experience um, at Vorsk of, of knowledge and um, yeah, so it's kind of, it's, it's, it's been really exciting. We're now getting to that stage of um, our years of work is starting to come to fruition. Um, I've seen obviously lots of different opinions on Vorsk and what we're doing and who we are. And, and that's been interesting to look at from, from a running it kind of perspective. But um, no, who we are is, is, is excited airsofters who, who like business, like creative yeah. ideas and especially love the industry. I mean, it's the best industry in the world. There's, there's no question for me. It's um, that whole thing of, like, obviously you're both airsofters as well. You're correct. not just there 
as part of a company role like that. So um, there's there's guys behind the stages here. We're all airsoft as I play uh, as 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 much as I possibly can. So there's that there's that sort of beating heart of it of if you want something and you can get it made, it's it's that dream for an airsofter to go. I'm actually working in the industry. I do it every single day. Some people might think, oh, you're you're going to get tired after that. Doing your hobby as a job or like, not not in this. Um, I haven't got tired yet, and I'm no. quite. A few, <laughs> yeah. I'm quite, I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm a dad of two now. That I find that quite quite tiring. I find that a lot harder. Yeah. Uh, you can slow I, down on the field, but you don't feel tired. No, nah, yeah, that's it. And I I just love it. I mean, for me, it's just chasing that performance anyway. Like that. The, the performance of these replicas for me is really important and, and same with our engineering guys and stuff it's it's we want it to be everything is designed for a reason and, and breaking away from the exact replica sort of bounds yeah look i get it some people hate that and, and that's fine yeah. right and you know i, I don't have a problem well, we were with saying that. it before the stream yeah. weren't it like i've i've been in it since probably 15 20 years ish now as a player not necessarily working yeah, in correct. it it's and amazing. and back then it was all not stitch perfect, but you were chasing a look all the time, and That's you were it. going, "I want my rifle to be like this. I want it to be sleek." Oh, mate, you're talking to a guy who was worried about what aerial I had on yeah. my fake radio. Yeah, you know? yeah, stitch I, counting I and all yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff, yeah, and it was it. all and it, and it built that way, and, and other people were doing it, so it was it was adding to your sort of it was everyone was funneled to kind of do the same thing. Modern day, and this is what we said before the stream. Um, kids getting into the sport now, it's all about Twitch streaming, it's all about gaming, um, and having that uniqueness. So you used to have one or two options. It was um, like when the say the Masada or something like that yeah, came yeah. out. It was like, oh, this is amazing. Loads of people got it. Now, when something comes out, you you go through all this design process and give people options. That's it. And there is so much choice for a new player now. They can get exactly what they want. Yeah, I actually get. I'm quite jealous, um, to be honest. I mean, I think I think back as like you. I've been doing it from. I think my first game was in like 2002 mm. or three, um, and yeah, I mean the same. It was all. It was all sort of funneled into like where you mill sim, where you open day, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and nowadays, I think that really um, mill sim stuff's cool, and I really enjoy it myself. And uh, I think that's really there's definitely a place for that. But well, equally, we tell people every time play it, play airsoft how you want to play it. And 100%, I think yeah. you you've given people that option. And that, to do but it. that's it for me. So like I'm not you know at Vorse, we're not trying to like force stuff yeah. on people. There's you know there's always replica options, and Nuke Pro have got lots of other things available. And that's cool, but Vorsk for me is just about, uh, and everyone, and even the guys at Nootpro, you know, it's about um, just having something that's got an identifier, it's unique, but it's unique in a way that's believable. It's a boutique American firearms caught a vibe to it, you know, where this stuff could easily be, you know, available. Um, and then you've got stuff like the Osiris, um, you know, that's just launched, and, and the story behind that is is one of, of for me personally, was have piqued my interest years ago. Um, and just yeah, we just had to had to make it, and I think that um, from that perspective, it's still a what if scenario, um, yeah. or you know, what this is kind of all the bounds of why. But as you touched on the story with it being being what it was when it came out, it's that was a project that we chased for quite a long time, just a, a bit of a vanity project because mm. it's it's there are certain things that I feel the VX9 was a was a massive massive. All of my, all of my younger years. Um, I mean, I'm not that old, but all my younger years, kind of. Yeah, I made myself sound old, but all my younger years, I, I, I obviously played a lot of video games and, and still do. And um, that for me was a why doesn't this exist? Yeah, and it does now. Um, yeah, and I'm very happy with that. And and it's that change of of what we were saying earlier. You had like you've got the Call of Duties and the, the Modern Warfare, and people chase that. But 
that you've got Apex Legends, you've got all these kind of things now that are going into that sort of just sci-fi what is possible. So when um, the sort of design idea and you sort of look out of what does exist, doesn't exist, where where does that process start? So you, uh, for example, like with the Osiris, you had that history part yeah. of it, but when it comes to other things like the high capper designing the slides, what's the sort of first sort of pencil drawing on or, or concept yeah, so, idea? Where does it start and yeah, where does it end? Well, literally that, um, pencil drawings, basically. Um, it sounds crazy, but no, that's, we're very, um, we have a very unique situation. We have a very unique setup in what we do. Um, yeah, it, it would we, we'll, we basically draw something, um, uh, take inspiration from all various things and put it all into one. And, and some of the stuff you end up with is hideous, to be blunt. I mean, it, it, but also some of the stuff you come up with is like, oh, that's cool. You know, like, why haven't we done that before? Um, and yeah, so you start with a pencil drawing and then that will, <laughs> you know, I mean, personally, I, I giggle because I'll do a pencil drawing and then the guys will obviously let me know you know, nice picture you drawn there, mate. Yeah. You, know. you put it on the fridge yeah. for the a, a day. Yeah, or two no, I've had all that. Yeah. I do basically have yeah. that at yeah. work. Yeah, we've got the old put it on the put it on the fridge. Hilarious, but but it you know that is where it starts, and um, we joke, but it is a it's a very cool process. And then my drawings and and the guys' drawings will go over to uh, sort of the guys who start to put it into three D and um, see if it's feasible start looking at um, what platforms we can use you know are we going to use a, a, an existing platform because it's it's fine and um, you know some of the TM stuff over the years is it, it, what you know you don't need to change it um, just for the sake of it so yeah. that's another thing that frustrates me sometimes is when things are changed for the sake of it if something's but, not broken don't fix it exactly but equally I have found through that doing this now as well some of the upcoming projects you guys know about mm -hmm. which I won't go into detail now but you know we did feel like it, it was never great anyway so why not just change it um so yeah a bit of both so we look at all of that um we look at materials um we look at what finishes we can do and and that's why Vorse got better and better as it's gone because the more finishes we end up releasing to retail the more finishes we can then pull from and you know improve but yeah so you go drawing then it goes to 3d we've got a so lot there's a, a little so yeah, just so, examples behind me as as you're watching. So if you if you're just curious of all this stuff behind me, when we're going on, is saying that we you draw something on a bit of paper, so it goes starts, to yeah. the sort of uh, design people who put it into it. straight lines rather than squiggles. That's it. Uh, goes to a three D person to see if it is physically possible. So this is the original three D print of the uh, to be released VM nine. Uh, VM nine. You're the first person who's ever said that or shown anyone. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, so it becomes a 3D uh, model, uh, and then the one that's at the top is obviously a you, you call like this one a uh, a shooter model. So yeah, we have so we have various stages of samples. So as it goes to 3D, we we've got some fantastic in-house printing capability at the business anyway, and that's been really good actually over the last two years getting to that stage. And that's just a nonsense. So we call them they're kind of our just our looking at sort of samples, you know. Um, check that everything's kind of cool it gives you that sort of scale yeah. is this big enough or does it need to be another five yeah. percent yeah. a bit and smaller are, grip, are, all, the, are all the 3ds correct is that slide going to slide onto the frame is the frame the same as another frame that exists what's the compatibility all that kind of stuff so yeah we we, we go from that and and then we go up from from a from a decorated then we go to like a pre-decorated sample which mm -hmm. is a shooting sample um sometimes we we go straight to a decorated sample that doesn't shoot well because it might be a, a specific thing so like the vx nine took a lot longer to develop because of the ridge across the this top one. of the slide yeah that's it that's the first ever shooting sample that came with us to iwa um 
back in 2019 or whenever the one before all the COVID yeah. stuff was. The, 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 yeah. the last one we were back, allowed to go back, to. I remember that, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, that took a bit longer. So we went kind of, we go straight through because of the grips, you had the, the rubber onto the wood and, and all this kind of stuff. So, so that's those things, although they're not functioning in a way, they're, they're still quite important to get right. So, but then you go up to a shooting sample and that's when it gets really quite exciting or terrible. Does each one of these steps potentially have a hard stop? Yes. Or or is it always there's always adjustments that can be made? No, sometimes they, it just can't. Yeah. Um, I've 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 had projects where we've made it into three D. Yeah. And then we've looked at each other and gone, no, nah, yeah. that's that's if you release that, that's not right. So yeah. you have and that'll as as airsoft is sort of starting out and getting into the sport and and a lot of players like they want to do the YouTube thing and you're sort of sitting in this position where you've got this. I'm designing airsoft platforms, well, and, the, yeah. and there's a there's a huge sort of buzz of of getting something like this on thing. But you've then equally have that. Oh, this isn't going to work. Yeah, so and you've got to pick yourself up. Yeah, and go you, back you to have the to draw from your it. you have to draw from your experience, and and I think that uh, for us, everything we do, I can tell you now directly is is of passion and love to this sport and industry, and what we design. Um, and you will find that sometimes, you know, you, it does. If it doesn't fit into that mold, mm -hmm. then then the, the harsh reality is you can't just push something because you personally think it's going to be cool. It has to. There is an there is an industry out there. We speak to guys like you, as you know. Yeah. You know, we have good good lines of communication, and yeah, it has to fit into a into a place. And if you can't, if you're trying to then make your sample fit into, you're wrong. You're yeah. doing it wrong. So what you'll find is with with things that happen, sometimes some of our projects, like the Osiris, was was a project probably one of my first i actually wanted to do that before the vx9 so this is the newest one that is out so the osiris uh, if you've been on the website recently the the history of this is what started this one off rather than a pencil drawing is this is to be the sort of pinnacle or the go-to full auto platform as, it, as yeah. a sidearm so as you can see as an m9 you can't see the barrel. It's very different. It's it's got that history behind it. So this is a full auto um, Osiris that has select fire, and you've built this from the ground up when it comes to the slide and everything like. Yeah. That. So there was quite um for that you're quite constrained. So like in terms of that comes from a passion of the Milsim kind of compassion feeling again of trying to where do you draw that line of making it correct but making it unique but making it vorsk so there's definitely a, a a line to cross now the vm9 that's below that that's, that's yet one. to be announced yeah which well, i guess we're announcing now so if you um, are watching you're the first people to ever see this yeah exactly um, so. so those that have seen the osiris or have seen uh, similar things like it obviously it's got a lot of kit on this one i'll do it so you can actually see it on the camera um very very different so you've got the cut slides you've got the serrations at the back again you're less for that you're less constrained the osiris yeah. was designed off of something that existed that yes. was that i felt needed to be resurrected there were some very old kits from back in the day from like intruder shop and stuff used to, i think it was like garda or something years yeah. ago made it and um but but they were like really expensive because they were cnc made and they were and then you look at it and you think actually that's wrong that bit on it isn't quite right quite so right. then you have to but whereas that the vm9 is just um it's only it's just safe or semi so it's yep. not select fire but it's but it's it's the it's the vorsk 
look of something platform. The, the cut slides the yeah. stippled grip yeah and it's things the, like what, that what if we were kind of doing it yeah. uh what we would do so that you can see design wise for that's pretty mad it's got a an actual riz rail on top that's yeah so a lot of people see the the dot that's on the top of this you normally see with some of the other ones it either attaches to a rail with the vosk it either attaches to a rail or it's actually mounted inside the slide yeah. so on this one it is a 20 mil so you got about an inch and a half of 20 mil rail on the back you could put a t1 dot on it you could put a red dot you put whatever you and, want and it's not actually you can take it off if you want it's, yeah it's, it's, it just off. comes off but that rail underneath it is actually fixed into the mold it, yeah. it's not just screwed on with a it's not screwed on through the top it's not going to come loose it's not it's in the mold yeah that the and also you've got the rear iron sight goes down the center of the the riz mm. so you've got um a real kind of it, it it's quite unique look i'm not i'm not silly people <laughs> some people are looking at it now and going oh my eyes right i get that but that but that's the point right? yeah that's it's options that, that's it and and for me um the vm that's been a funny one because as it's gone through various production stages we've been quite up and down and um one minute it'll come through and i look at it and i go oh, i don't know it's quite it's quite different but then we'll look at it and we'll go actually and we chuck it on that frame like we did the other day yeah. and it's like oh actually you know this is quite nice so it, it's it's just it's that but it's practical it, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be used. I mean, you don't, might not put a suppressor on the front. You might not want to put a torch on. That's fine. But it just shows the options of that. That's it. That's yeah. it. But it's... So we've got people uh, watching us already that want to ask some questions. So we've got a viewer question already. So if you want to throw that up. Uh, Daniel on YouTube. Uh, would Vosk uh, sell parts ever, like uh, slides that change the colours? So with Vosk, you've got them options like the high cappers, the EU series, these and things like that. Mm. Is there a... Um, a view down the line of putting the slides as a separate so yeah item. interesting question we already do yeah um for some of the high cappers we've got slide kits available um in various colors and again good question the idea is exactly from that kind of logic um and the the over so yeah i think it's just um is it just high cappers at the moment and the ears, yeah. high cappers and ears yeah so We've already got those available, boxed separately. They're pretty much ready to go slides, I think. I think you yeah. just take them out. Don't, I think you have to change the outer barrel, but the actual um, the nozzle never the the blowback unit and yeah. then that's all yeah. there, yeah. yeah. Um, so so that, that that's kind of that idea. Uh, yeah. So yes, that's kind of already out there. We probably haven't pushed it that hard as a brand because again, you know, it's about building platforms. Um, but for me, Vorsk is very young. Um, I think going back to the point about the, um, the spares and stuff, because you know, something you said with the original vision and stuff was you wanted customers to be able to have access to spares because yeah. the, the, oh, the, yeah. the, the, the journey from, from uh, you know original factory and production to end user in the UK can be quite long yeah. so Correct. so if, you, if you've got like if you contact your shop we can contact you yes parts are available. available and, and, and yep. because you're UK based to be honest to be honest that's that's really undersold I think but I think most people not undersold is maybe not the right word but they don't I don't think that's appreciated I think um, that's a big deal. Like mm. for us, I mean, especially back, like I said, early two thousands when I was playing, yeah, it just wasn't possible. You, no. you, you just, you, if your gun broke on the weekend, like to be honest with you, there was a sort of a 50-50 chance whether it was ever going to work again. Um, especially gas blowback. Mm. Um, so yeah, that that was a big that was a big thing. But but that question's a good one, and I think that to just open up on it a little bit more, Vorsk is viewed as a platform. It's viewed as an ecosystem. Um, and it's viewed as a that's why we have like our gases and our ammunitions and because you don't have to use it if you don't want that's cool but when we're producing we have to have a, we have to have a benchmark we yes. have to have something that I can test against that the guys can test against we have to be able to say on V6 expect this on V8 expect this on our point two ammo expect this and that's quite important um, and it's difficult 
there's already enough jargon out there so for me to make that all of a, a that platform thing will lead on in the future too yeah. I, I can tell you now uh, coming through we've got uh, a lot of match models um what i mean by match for those who don't know is is the various colored um sort of like all the, the furniture parts. yeah the furniture yeah. Yeah. um and that was a big that's been a big request especially since we've been obviously the high cappers have been out now a good two years and and that was something that we got asked for and and they will come out and those guns will be available in the next few months but also on top of that obviously then you start looking at well people are going to want to buy their own furniture mm -hmm. and, and, um, and that is a big thing in airsoft that as soon as someone gets anything they're like what can i do to it what can i add to it but touching on what you were saying there about uh testing and the design process like and like you're saying um Vosk has all these models and obviously they've then got to the gas and the ammunition um you've obviously brought the gas out and you were testing that on the range that you have and you've you've brought the three different ones to it yep. so going forward now all your things are tested on the v6 v8 v12 correct so uh, that's kind of part again back to the ecosystem thing so for me everything when we got our shooting samples we only use v6 v8 v12 factory at manufacturing point the idea is the pressures and the gases are used and everything um again we, we test a lot on high pressured air early on because obviously um yeah you, you'd, you'd be going through thousands of tens yeah. a year so obviously when you're in early development you you use um high pressure there um, but that is that more for functionality rather than performance when it's coming to the performance thing that you wanted to find correct. tune so, it, so what we do is we, we use it to get it to a shooting point and then we start using gas but yeah. but even that high pressured air is 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 kind of at the correct it's it's at that point where we expect with a bit of cool down and drop off we expect it to be at that pressure so there is that element right from the start of of kind of different pressures and and, and all that but but yeah it, it, it's designed that the whole thing is i'm not i'm not one of these people i don't really believe in sort of like closed platforms I, I, i'm mm. quite into computer building and all that kind of stuff myself and i found that always quite frustrating when you get like these closed off platforms like one chipset doesn't work with another yeah. for no other reason than the fact that it's just locked so I try to steer away from that, and, and I think using our gas and that as a metric is fine, but I don't really, it's not one of those things where you can't use anything else. No, but if you know something, if you know what your V6, V8 and 12 are That's capable it. of, and then you know what all these are capable of, if someone goes, I'm using this and this, you can say, I would expect you to get this exactly. out of it. Exactly. If someone says they're using something different, you go... It's a metric that's tough. It's difficult because obviously you have, you know, in an industry like this with, with all these different brands and consumables and, and powers and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, obviously it's going to be it's going to be a challenge. So you you're reluctant to give the figures out, but then if you don't give the figures out, people say, "Why aren't you giving the figures out?" So yeah. you have this very when you when we do it, we want to do it right. And I felt like that was by creating our own ecosystem. I've got a lot of experience over the years, and my team and everybody at, at Nootprol who I know well. Um, I've got a lot of experience with with gas, obviously. Um, well, we like going back to that whole thing of like years and years ago. It, it was always called snake oil. That that's you'd it. hear this, you'd hear that. Um, oh, this is really good with this, but it's always players talking to you. So you, if you've created this bubble um, with the figures and everything like that, does maybe the the testing or the design process or even the marketing getting it out? What is the hardest thing because we always I can put something in front of someone like this and say it's really really yeah. good and yeah, I always think that's claim, the hardest thing it, it claims you can't substantiate yeah it's, it's, I'm it's, like it's this tough. is the best thing on the wall but I'm saying it on camera trying to get it out to someone do you think the design process the marketing or actually physically getting it into players hands the hardest 
thing of creating a it's new pre- product. Pre- preconceptions. Yeah. It, it's 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 been hounded. This industry's been hounded by preconceptions for years. That's fine. That's what we deal with, and 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 it's quite fun actually to mm. to break. Everyone's those. got an opinion. Yeah, and that's fine, and that and that's cool, and I love it. And um, you know, we all disagree here. Just before the just before the show, me and you were talking about uh, different platforms, and mm. you don't like that platform just because you don't like it. Well, that's yeah. fine. Um, and and that's an aesthetic thing, yeah, not a performance. Exactly. Thing. But so I think that it's I think it's wrong. Thought. I think we get. I think there's a lot of. I think a lot of things get thrown out, especially in airsoft, against all brands, not just us and, and Nootprol. And I think just in general, you get a lot of negativity sometimes from. But actually, that's the thing. The industry is actually very positive. Mm. Um, it's just that obviously negative stuff's usually louder. Um, but I think that well, if someone's having a good time, they're not. They're, they're not going to complain about it. They're just going to enjoy themselves. Exactly, exactly. So if something breaks, they talk uh, and, about and, it. And, and I think that that's right. No, but it's important. And I think that you should listen to feedback. But usually you'll find with this stuff that there's usually a reason why something's not been done that way or there's not, you know, you just might not necessarily understand that because that's not what you do as your, your job or whatever. But but yeah, it, it's, it's definitely, um, that's the hardest thing is, is preconceptions because sometimes you can't even, you know, some, some people just refuse flat to, to even... To purchase or use uh, some of our product, for, 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 I don't. But but why? Like mm. you just you're only missing out. You sit at the end of the day, in my opinion, you know. Obviously, I'm going to say that, aren't I? But you know, I'm not saying it like that. I am genuinely telling you. I'm being straight. It is. It is. Um, you know, I'll use stuff that's from other brands if I feel like it's the best stuff. And 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 you know, that's it at the end of the day. And that's how we kind of design everything. And um, that's the hardest bit, definitely. Is it once? But I feel like with Vorsk over the last two years, getting it to where it is now. Um, a lot of preconceptions have been yeah. have been taken down. Do you think? Cool. And this is maybe more on the the marketing thing. And and now that things are opening back up, do you think not being able to do the shows or not be able to physically put this in a player's hands? Yep. Obviously, Vosk has grown and it's it's still growing, and Newport's grown and it's still growing. But and everyone's slowed down a little bit with the two years, and you can carry on as much as you can, but physically not be able to go and see players has that slowed you down on a marketing side as well oh yeah definitely I mean generally speaking IWA hasn't been happening yeah. so the, the the big boys in the business aren't getting together um, the, the events have been few and far between they're starting to get going again now but obviously we haven't been out on the road with, uh, with the new product showing players and stuff like that so yeah it's all starting to get up to speed again and then with what we were saying about Vorsk Vorsk is quite a young brand as well isn't it and it's always it's always easier to yeah kind of you know the new kids on the block sort of thing and then with uh i mean you can see from what's behind us on the walls here and where we've kind of got in with say like the vx9 and the osiris has a certain sort of look to it it's it's very one-to-one um and then you have some you know real crazy products like the high cappers the vp26x dragon and all that dragons really going nuts and i you know i think you know some people can maybe see a a bright pink titan with chrome insides and stuff and think that's not for them and assume that's what vorsk is in this entirety but it's uh, i think i've been through that i've been through that whole process from from starting like discovering airsoft i went and looked on a few websites and was like there's there's the the old sort of we like high cap a seven inch i was like i really want that i really want it yeah um and then vosk have got their version they've got the bds version so you've still got to even though you've been in it how like 20 years you've still got to factor in for that oh my god this is really cool factor. but that's actually for me that's one of the th- things i like to ca- capture and, and and serve to people is actually that moment of of wonder i think um the the vx9 is a good example just because the amount of people i saw opening them and receiving yeah. them and and it's that there are some great photos of people with VX9s exactly. encapsulating at home. that moment of like 
oh my god I can't believe I managed to get that oh this is exactly what I that, that kind of feeling but you know sometimes that stuff isn't actually skirmishable or it's not even used for that it's mm. I mean I, I a lot of this stuff you know obviously it's all designed to be skirmished right so I'm not saying it's not obviously yeah. but I, you know, a lot of uh, there is a big base of Vorsk users who, who are oh, no, I've got VX, not no, I'm not using them. They don't even want to cycle them because they don't want to like yeah. mark the barrel. Like the the presentation in the box, they just want to leave it like that, have yeah. it in a case. And or... that was part of that when we released the custom shop sub brand stuff was yeah. was kind of that. Um, I mean, look, don't get me wrong, they're perfectly skirmishable, great performers. I implore people to use them yeah. if they're not, because at the end of the day, that's what they're for. But equally. Um, even in my own home office, I have um, I have a glass cabinet and I have all my my sort of you know prototypes in there and stuff and 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 the VX9 specifically, I have them all engraved with the with the markings and stuff that that you know are not on the retail versions yeah. if you know what I mean. And um, it's kind of yeah, they're one of my favourite. I mean, uh, that kind of me, that what I'm like, I would love and purchase that regardless. And not, use not, it and run it. Not, Get it dirty. Not, not just because. Not just because I'm sort of where I am at Vorse, but just because I would buy a VX9 and use it, but I would also buy a twin pack of VX9s, probably go and get them engraved and then not use them mm. and put them in that glass cabinet. So I'm kind of in that, I, I think about it like myself sometimes, you know, like which it seems to be okay, but some stuff I, I just think needs to be displayed and, and really beautifully kept and, and other things are... Are used and absolutely abused, and I think that that's what's really important. This brand it tries to cater both of those things, or um, and that's that's really important. And moving forwards, that'll always be important. I don't just want because something's pretty, it should still perform. Yeah. So going uh, a quick touch back on the um, the three D to um, sort of production end user, we've gone from um, pencil drawing to three D printer to shooter to slightly ready to what a end user can get hold of it's never going to be a straightforward process but on average what's that kind of time scale so if you from that first okay, line so i'll use the, use the vengeance so the vengeance there that you've got at the back with the, with the final and the two other samples i mean yeah. that project was my my engineer he, he he's was just had this vision um, obviously we're fans of film, TV, and obviously, you know, in John Wick and stuff, you've got the, but they were kind of like the one-to-ones were already done. So yeah. we wanted to do that kind of, what if Vorse kind of did it? Um, but that, that, that will take, I think that project took from literally like us talking, which started and then saying, right, let's do this to it happening was probably 16 months yeah. from it being released. I mean, some of those, I guess, probably the, the project of it being ordered is probably better to say, actually, than received because mm. of the global yeah. issues. But, you know, it, some I've got projects that we're still working on that we started day like week one. Yeah, you've shown us a few yeah, bits yeah, that... Yeah, they're behind eight, the camera. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, you're not looking at them, but um, they are going to be cool and yeah, be very excited. And, and, and we're talking, at that point, you're talking possible years yeah. um, because it's you've still got your you have to keep releasing and manufacturing and, and improving and but equally at the same time you have to make new stuff so and then you've got that other problem if, if I decide and we say right that project's not that platform is just just no good mm. um, then moving forwards you know you don't want to base it off that but then what platform is and but that platform might have problems so you might go right let's do a mashup or create something completely new. Now you're talking considerably longer because obviously that, you know, that, and, and yeah. it's difficult for me to set because at the moment, because we're so young, 
I can sit here and say this and you've seen things and Tom can sit here and say because he knows what's what's coming so from that perspective obviously it's hard for me to to, to explain that with evidence yet because yes. it it's the stuff that's taken a really long time that takes longer than sort of six to twelve months is not out yet and and there are larger <laughs> scopes of what that is as that's well it, big yeah. ones. Um, so you you from from a simple item going from that it can be six months but that next project that has wider connotations, you've That's got it. to make sure their next steps are done before you carry on. That's it. So the Vengeance, for example, the one we were just talking about, that that's obviously based off the same platform as our standard voice Kaikapa. So yeah. from that perspective, we kind of know where we are. Yeah. So that, that saves a lot of time. Um, so I would say, realistically, the Vengeance took eight months. However, we were also working on the standard one at the same time that came out before, which took probably six months. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's it's... But, but like I said, I can't, it it's really depends on what goes into the project. Mm. The Osiris, you could argue, took 24 months mm. because the Osiris has been sat there like, please make me, please make me. And you do a little bit here. Yeah. And, and then that project becomes something that you work on in your own time because you're sad like me. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then you and then you end up with this project and you go, actually, you know, there's something in that now. Let's make that. that that'll work. Uh, so we've got a, another viewer mm. question that we'll just quickly jump to. Uh, Daniel on YouTube, uh, would Vosk make a HPA mag adapter for pistols? So, um, or, or just, we can go on to the sort of mag side of things in general. So, whether or not you're going to do adapters to actually physically make these um, HPA, or if there are like drum mags or, or, or larger capacity ones, because obviously we spoke about the, the, uh, the, the future mags that are coming out, but future of, of things like that, is there any HPA? ideas or are you just going to stick to this as i think the, the... hpa is a difficult one really um i have to walk a line between personal opinion as well as commercial business all that kind of stuff um i won't rule out making an hpa adapter. Mm -hmm. i'll just say that I, won't, I wouldn't rule anything out but for us it's really peak v6 v8 v12 gas mm -hmm. propelled um that's kind of where they're but without talking about projects that i can't talk about just yet there may be a scope later on. But again, the HPA thing, and just speaking from a, as a brand representative now and in business, just being blunt, the problem you have with HPA is because of the regulation of it, um, it's, we're a European brand, we sell all across Europe, and the, and the problem is that you, you've got to make things that can work for everyone in a way and, every, and, and hit also legalities. But HPA is difficult because you to be really blunt about it, you, you it's difficult to control. So... Mm -hmm. um, if I, someone chucks HPA and they're running at whatever pressure and they blow the slide off the top of the gun, you know, it's not only is it, it can be a safety issue, but also it's not designed. It, it kind of comes so out of your little eco bubble, it. like you're exactly. testing on the V6, V8, V12. If someone then throws this in theirs but and I'm, they crank but, it up to 120 PSI. But, but equally, back to the, what I said but earlier. Yeah. If, is, if, if you're a responsible HPA user, it should be fine, shouldn't it? Yeah. But it's it, that it should, sort of... But, but again, back to what I was saying before that, actually, I'll touch on about, but I don't believe in closed platforms. Yes. So I wouldn't rule it out for that reason but again because someone can do it with what's yeah. on the market already it's exactly. just you've not made it and yeah it's not do, do i need to directly endorse it um no i mean you i know what you can i mean we like i said we hpa them already because yeah. that's how we test yeah um so there's already ways of doing it out there and you know i don't know whether i would ever officially do it um but because this this is what we we're on about before the stream as well so going back to this one with the mag that's on this that you were saying that this this isn't the mag that's going to come with it but no. this is your future sort of remit of what might come for everything yeah. is um rather than 
having the standard mags in the future. These are going to be, these are called the mid mags. Yeah. So you're going to add gas capacity, add a little bit more, rather than having the big 50 round magazine or anything like that. Which we do do that as well. Which, though, which still awesome. fits, so yeah. you've still got the option, but rather than having something on your hip that's going to be a sidearm, you don't want that 50 rounds. Yeah, so you've yeah. Got we, this. We, we look at all this stuff, and um, yeah, I think so. Uh, and sta- you know, again, I've been really honest. You know, sometimes people say, oh, I've, I've, got a, I've had a, a whatever brand, 1911 or MEU, and... Oh, performance isn't great. Well, no, probably not. I mean, the, the the problem you've got with with all this stuff is that a 1911 is inherently one of my favourite platforms, but inherently gas restricted. It is restricted by what you can have. And when we made that VX9, my response to people who moan about this would be, well, that's fair, but equally it had to be a single stack yes. 1911 platform because that's what it is. That's why we ship it with extended mags. Yes. You well, we, we were saying before, exactly. wasn't it? So yeah. I've always told people with the 1911s and things like that, if you treat a sidearm platform, all the mags that come with them are real caps. Yes, you can put more BBs in them, but if you treat it as a real cap, they, they work perfectly fine. So the um, high cappers, you can put 16, 17, you can put more in because yeah. there's more gas. In a 1911, a real cap is seven rounds. So if you put seven to 10 rounds in your 1911 or your... Uh, anything that's that it's going to work perfectly fine trying to get twice our 16 rounds out of it it's going to get and sometimes you know some people say oh well i've done it with my 1911 yeah maybe but was it 27 degrees outside and was it sat (laughs) in your bag for for like two hours but yeah again inherently that's not vorsk hasn't made a 1911 that performs badly it depends on all these circumstances and situations it goes back to what i said before about um about opinion and and um and factual stuff and and it being prejudged um, actually, factually, 1911-wise, um, our Vorse stuff is, is on test, is, is some of the best. Mm. Uh, I can say that quite confidently. Um, and, and that's why, again, in response to that, we're aware of, you know, obviously the, the gas reservoirs and stuff are smaller, just again, inherently, there's nothing we can do about it. So what we can do is make them CO2 compatible, produce CO2 magazines, produ- the side-loading ones as well, not yeah. the horrible from the bottom ones, yeah. um, and also extended mags. You know, we started producing extended magazines, CO2 extended magazines, you know. This is, so we're trying, I'm trying to, from a brand perspective, we're catering to that complaint but equally within the confounds of what we can do. And those, it, and those things that you, again, not preconceptions, but pre-knowledge, being an airsoft, you knew these oh, were, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, and you absolutely. knew it, and, and you, still, you still put them out, but because you put them out knowing that they were, they're getting fixed. It's and, difficult and, to translate that to, to the end users. It, it, it's difficult to, tra- but like, yeah, the, the extended mag thing for me and, and, and Vorsk was very important that we had, you have it, you have the extended magazines available. We tried, we've got uh, coming out soon, all the, the I think, in the next six months, every single project that, that Vorsk has on the market will have an extended mag, a CO2 mag, an extended CO2 mag, mm-hmm. and then a gas mag. So again, it's choice, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it, it comes down to what you want to run. And um, yeah, that, that for me was very, specifically the 1911. I mean, performance on high cappers is absolutely amazing um, and, and other platforms as well. And, and, and our and nine platforms, great. Um, but again, it's not even that the 1911, I'm not even saying the 1911 is poor, it's actually no. brilliant. Yeah. But it's again, if you gas your mag, you get your gun out, you're excited, I get it, right? I, I'm the same. And you get it out and you gas it up really quickly and you chuck all your BBs in it and you immediately start shooting it. Well, you know, you've got the cooldown effects obviously going to be worse if you've just magged the, just, just gas the mag. The mag's small anyway and the ambient temperature is pretty cold because we live in England. And it, it, go, <laughs> it goes back to again that uh, not being able to get face to face with players, it, like the, our 
descriptions and everything we can be as thorough as possible but you guys that are producing it getting it out now that you've not been able to do that marketing face to face it's you could be at shows going oh the, here's the 1911 this is how it's meant to be used do this do this do this do this and they're gonna have a much better rather than someone getting it opening it up and doing yeah exactly. what they it's a difficult is. it's a difficult thing to yeah absolutely it's if we can get that balance right then we, we're succeeding because it's a difficult balance anybody in our industry anybody that works in our industry hears what i'm saying and, yeah. and, and they know um and it is it's, it's you want to keep things open and, and enjoyable but equally you want to make sure that it's being used correctly but you don't want to put artificial restrictions in to stop people enjoying it yeah but, you know it's yeah it's it's a tough one with that being said so being airsofters you've you've um produce something from scratch all the way to um, a an end user platform is there one particular one of these that as either is either your favorite via looks or from the project itself uh, yeah uh, do you want to go first you go first okay because I, I always love always, no I just always love your because you love it as well so yeah I okay love, well, I mean I was the latest one that we released the Osiris yeah and uh, you have just, stolen it I have. I knew I'd steal it. Theft. <laughs> well, I think I've got my other favourite is now. That's You're it. not allowed to like no, the same well, thing. No, 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 I said that to him. I said, no, we are allowed to like the same ones. Yeah, but I didn't yeah, mean yeah. it. You weren't supposed to do it to me live. I'm okay. sorry. Go I'm on sorry. then, you go. Go on. Um, just because uh, like you've, you've gone into it really well on your on your product page and your description and uh, you were saying in your video you did the other week, but the uh, the... the the whole sort of like reviving something that was kind of lost to the annals of history. Um, you it's know, almost like that, that little bit like forgotten weapons thing where someone pulls a little thing out yeah. and you've not seen it in 20 years and you go, oh, that does exist. But yeah. you've produced it from this sort of mythical, uh, unproduced or unfinished yeah. project somewhere Just the, the, the concept of them going for like real steel military contracts um, yeah. and this sort of, this idea was developing into something that could... Because you know, if 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 that had won, it would have been you know the, the the military history of you know of sidearms could have been you know not completely different, but yeah. it would have been slightly would have been, different. Would have been pretty different. Would have been well, different. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so um, so yeah, just the whole idea that we've you know, or, or Ross and the team behind Vorsk have managed to uh, managed to, to revive that uh, and bring it about, and yeah. uh, and now it's available for people to purchase, yeah. um, which is exactly going back to what Ross, what Ross was saying earlier about giving given players choice so yeah. I think we've done a well you guys have done a great job of that one so yeah, yeah. and you're not allowed to like that one anymore so well I mean to be honest the one my favourite project isn't out yet um, or announced so yeah. Um, yeah. that yeah I can't talk about that yeah but um, it has to be to be honest for me um, oh, it, it's probably the VX9 um again back to back so back to the one. shooter variant of it the real one yeah in the, uh, in yeah the box. the yeah, we've got a one up here as well. Yeah, one yeah. up there. But the, the, I mean, it's got to be the VX9 because before, I mean, I do love the Osiris for all the reasons that Tom said, and I also found it fascinating when we were um, early early days with that, uh, looking into. It. I've, I've always known about about that that model, the real one, anyway, for a long time, and had long discussions with some of my contacts who I speak with, and just yeah, it was cool to make it um, and get it right. That was quite important to it was, me. It was so well received as well, wasn't it? Yeah, I like, think. I, I remember you had that day when we were just going through um, just posts that people had done with their yeah. with their agencies, um, and you you just knew that you 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 know you'd scored a home run there, and you, you, that, that yeah. was exactly the type of person that you made that that rep with the, with the VX nine. Yeah, definitely. Um, the VX nine is um, yeah definitely when it when it came out. Um, yeah, it was quite. I wouldn't go far as saying emotional because that makes me sound a bit, you know. Ooh. But I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. it was. It was really cool because um, there's certain things about it, right? That like, 
as a as a project it was very much based on the on a game model it was very much based on and and that game model actually has inaccuracies right yep. so that model is based on a kind of a back in a real steel world it's it's kind of a hardballer right um but it isn't because there's obviously things that aren't perfectly correct from the vx9 to that but again what's important about that is like that ridge on the top that is exaggerated because mm. in the video games it's exact it's it's, it's exaggerated, exaggerated. Yeah. so it's that kind of now that was a decision like someone looking and go oh, it's just average is too but no it was that's a conscious decision um to openly i mean it's so unique and obviously that slide that's not borrowed from any other projects it's it is what it is and there are um, again, I love it because that grip as well, and it's quite mm. a bad example, that one I'm looking at, because it's the original, original the, sample. The original sample. So yeah. you've got the, the sort of wood grips with the... In laying of... that rubber mm. and real wood together was a nightmare. Um, it was very difficult. I'm so glad we, we carried on. Um, even down to the trigger, the yeah. trigger's got the adjustable trigger pull obviously that doesn't work because it, it's like you know it's airsoft and it's not it's for what it is it's not worth it but the obviously the real one had this adjustable trigger for mm. you know and it's just getting it all right and putting it together and, and then making the suppressor kit making the extended inner barrel as well so that it so that these are all things so now from that vx9 i can tell you that if around that time of the vx9 we we decided actually to incorporate inner threaded barrels into every single project from now on mm -hmm. so every single Vorsk um, pistol now produced since that gun has an a threaded inner barrel and what the, that means the Osiris with uh, yeah, the Osiris, the Osiris has got it and so it's just obviously the outer barrel yeah fine but it's the inner barrel so the extensions we do which mm. do take you over a quite a lot of lip that like, can take you over the limits but again especially if you're creeping onto the V8 and, v, but it v6. does also depend what your limit is for what you're doing so yeah. some of them you know you could easily if you're a sniper and you're you've got an engagement range and you're 350 fps you you know you're still kind of you're okay so again it is usable but also just just for it being cool and shooting it and, and using it as targets and stuff so it yeah definitely the rear sight was different the front sight was different the hammer was different so it was a very yeah okay you've released a 1911 but actually when you actually look at it i think 1911 wise i don't think it uses any 1911 like pre-molds or stuff yeah was... so it was there was like two so it's quite it's quite um that definitely the vx9 and then the double pack you got to remember yeah. that we brought the double pack out and that was like crazy that was like what are you doing man like you can't bring out a double pack two guns in one yeah. and yeah. we did and, and it outsold the singles sequential so. serial numbers yeah, all that yeah. Yeah. so we've got another viewer question so we'll uh, we'll go to the viewers uh the scottish cat one of our regulars uh would vosk ever um decide to make an lmg uh, well, this kind of this kind of sits onto my um, next question. That was going to be Vosk is very much like the ecosystem. You are a gas blowback That's it. company um, with various things that are going to come in the future. Whether or not one of them is going to be an LMG, that could be down the line. But could we imagine a gas blowback LMG for a minute? So I mean, no, I've got the fortunate. I've got the fortunate. I've because I've been doing this quite a long time, and and I was involved in in other things from from years past. Um, I've I did actually see um, some working ones over in Asia. I've I've seen some prototypes. I've seen some. Well, me and uh, an old member of staff here always sat down and thought of getting um, 
one of the old Mac 11s yeah. and putting that inside an LMG body. The problem, and, and the problem with an LMG that. is it's designed for sustained fire. Right? Yeah. And the problem with sustained fire with gas blowback is the inconvenient truth is that does not work well. No. Uh, and you can, you can drive the cool down down, you can use better gases, you can have a warm day, but ultimately sustained LMG fire for a gas blowback is a challenge, yeah. which I like. Um, and I like challenges, and I think that I would know again. I wouldn't rule it out. Um, there are various things you can do that that make, you know using various different reservoirs to you know all that. We you know you can, but no. What you probably end up doing is if you were going to do that, you would probably make it. Um, you probably have to make it HPA, um, which go back to what I said earlier. Yeah, it's not in your bubble at the moment. But is it out of it completely? No, no because again, if that's how you make a blowback LMG and that's how you do it. Mm. Vorse is a gas car, a gas brand, but it's a it's a blowback. It's yeah. about that's the kind of thing we're at. Um so no, we're not just gonna suddenly release an AEG LMG. Yeah. Um are we gonna suddenly release a gas one? No, because I mean there's so many other things that logically, what would you do next? It wouldn't be that. Logically you we've discussed yeah. this and you you know there's you know, what would you do? Well probably what we're doing so that's obviously that you have to get all that first and then yeah. and then once you do that then you start to you can start looking at some of the, the well once stuff. once you've made everything and the lmg is the last thing to make then you might make one well yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh so the an, another viewer question uh kevin cater on uh youtube would Vorsk <laughs> ever consider making an m4 platform again it's considered so you can say <laughs> yes um i mean i yeah, I mean, logically, you know, yeah. what, like I just said, you know, uh, what's yes? <laughs> it's going to come. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I think. Do you think? Do you think? So, rather than saying, "Are you going to make it?" Do you think starting? Because obviously, people, if you're going to create a gas blowback brand or everything like that, you've got all these different things out there. You've got all the different brands of uh, pistols. You've got the MWS. You've got. All these things. Do you think starting on the pistols and creating this big wide brand, being able to create that bubble, has given you that next step to then progress into becoming this gas blowback? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's. It, I mean, the thing is, it's it's obviously you know. I mean, like I said, you kind of have a, a bit of an insight into what's mm -hmm. coming. So, um, it's it, it, yes, what you're saying about being this all encompassing sort of brand. I mean, pistols is where you would start, obviously, but equally, um, yeah, you. you we want to make gas blowback airsoft accessible. Um, for me, I think that I've always enjoyed gas blowback, it, it, even rifles, SMGs. Mm -hmm. I, I immense, I love it. It's for me. It's what it's what it's that next level of immersion. For me, it was the passion. The passion really got going for me when I used to run um, like some of the older stuff. I used to run some of the SMGs and stuff. I used to go to the mall in Reading and play there and run like, I had, like ten mags across my chest and weighed a ton and. All my mags were leaking all the time, and you know, all of that. But I'm, I'm I'm acutely aware of the frustrations of of that, and I think that my dream, personally, and if I can do that here, fantastic, is to make all avenues of gas blowback accessible and fun, affordable, and um, again, part support. You know, like we were talking earlier about this part support thing. Obviously, having the backup that you have, uh, look, guys like you have got from from brands like Vorsk is. Um, is great and if you've got that in place then obviously the more you release and the more complicated stuff you release then 
the, the, yeah. the better it so would this, be. So this, this goes back to maybe 10 years ago, I had a, sort of a WA um, gas blowback AR type system. Yeah. Used it, absolutely loved it, but I knew the sort of how much effort I had to put into it to run it. After six months, the hammer snapped, and I'm like, so I now need to go oh, to I had a, and I, find I, this. Yeah, and find I, I mean, so that's going to... You're going to try and take that away yeah. from players that they can just Definitely. go. Oh, this is gone. I can get it sorted in a week. I mean, I've got, I've had, I got some stories from. I don't want to go into naming brands, but mm. yeah, like, mate, like seriously, caused me some serious issues. <laughs> like in my, like every day, I get there and I'd be like, right, it's going to work this time. No, nope. and then you get there and then you and then you've you've done all this and you think, oh, it's got to work this time. Look how much money I've spent on it and it's, it still doesn't work. And yeah, but that, for about ten minutes, it worked. It was oh, amazing. it was brilliant. It you was like it. people just thought you were, you were like crazy and it was like oh yeah but I've been out there and I've got through this much ammo and you know I've had a great time and I'm there yeah but yeah but you didn't see that one <laughs> that one time I went around that corner and took that guy out yeah like, so we're, you're, you're, you're now trying to take that not frustration because back then it was it was all part and parcel of of, of airsoft sort of investing your time into that platform yeah um and and having to go to wherever and hopefully a, a, a hammer or a bearing or a spring a turn up in six weeks and you might get another chance of using it. Now you can come to us, you can come to uh, wherever you need to, they can contact you and and you can get that bit that's either broken or again the future swap slides out so you can have different colours and Yeah, and that's it. So for me the dealer network was really important and, and learned a lot of that at Nuke Pro over the last ten years and the dealer network thing's actually more important. Something like Vorsk would have never been possible um without it because that is true uh, you, anybody who has issues or anything with this stuff you know if you go go to your dealers who, who stock it then they're in contact with us directly and and if it's possible which it probably is to sort out then you know it can it can be done depending on a whole mm. whole of i don't want to go putting sweeping just oh it's all fine we'll sort everything yeah. obviously it depends on warranties but equally it's there and for us that wasn't so um i think that's definitely a large improvement yeah um, so we've got uh, another viewer question. Uh, Lee on Facebook. Uh, it's going again. Help out a shotgun. Sorry, he's only just joined. So. <laughs> I, I, do you know? Right? Yes. I mean, I oh, just yeah, probably. I mean, <laughs> I can't. I, it's whether or not it's just going to be a shotgun. I just, or, or I is it going to be a gas I'm finding it difficult because I yeah, I don't want to like. Obviously, it's like I said. Uh, I've got the next. We know the next like four years. So yeah, yeah like I, I yeah, I mean. Probably. It goes back into what Ross was saying earlier on about about how long it takes projects to to come to fruition. Yeah. Like the you know, one of the launch projects was the, was the first high cap is the four threes and the five ones, mm. and obviously like some elements of that snowballed into the vengeance, which made it a bit quicker and easier mm. to release. And then Ross was saying earlier about projects that are still you know yeah. they've they've been running since day one, and we're you know a couple of years in yet, and we're still not there. Yeah. So, all but of, again, so, so goes I, I feel like all of these questions are yeah. it's it's a time. There's thing. there's things behind the wall over there that you've shown us that we can't because these are really cool and prototypes and things like that. But like what we're on about that there is to, it gets to a point where potentially they could stop. So you can't start saying this is coming, this is coming, this is coming. Yeah. When you're not confident, it's not even about confident. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. It yeah. could stop, but it's not even that. It's just at the end of the day, it's his business. It's, and, it's not going to stop, though, um, is it? No, and, and, and <laughs> no, that, that one's not. Stop. No, <laughs> yeah. it's 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 a business at the end of the day as well. And and you know, obviously we have competition, and um, you know, I'm not I'm not you know our stuff that's being worked on now. When things are ready to discuss, we yeah. discuss them. 
and um, you know for me it's really exciting all I'm saying is anybody who's thinking oh you can make a shotgun you can have a rifle you can it, it Vorsk is a brand that's here to stay yeah. it's a brand that's had massive investment it's a brand that is in my opinion and I will say this obviously but it's untouchable in terms of its uh, quality as well as parts support and yeah you're going to get the odd lemon gun here and there mate it is, I, it is what it is It's I'm being real I, I've, I've said this to a lot of people it's it's you are you can be a victim of your own success in airsoft when um usually when one item breaks someone has a bad experience it goes if if someone gets 10 guns out there that might happen once if you get the amount out there that this happens yeah. you might get the extra one or two therefore there's going to be three people talking about rather than the one person had a bad thing so that is maybe a victim of the own, own no that's a very it's possibly the, the most true multiplier yeah. you could ever I mean for me we I see how many units uh, moved yeah. into a year and I see and again we're not I know we're in the UK and we're all speaking English and stuff but we have some wonderful partners yeah. in France and Belgium and all over Europe and, and the Netherlands and, and these guys are, are supportive they're on board they know what's happening they know what's coming and and they, they love it too and, yeah. and, and they've got their network that's built up and it's it's very much a supported thing so like yes you are going to the amount of units that are moved of, of this stock and these products then yes of course you know you're gonna, you're gonna have the odd the odd problem and you are probably gonna hear about it more because again you know everybody's had if anybody who's had a bad experience with something is um it's gonna stick with them Yes, yeah. You know, I've just had one myself with something that was that was uh, another brand, nothing to do with Air Force, but it kind of you think it's going to be excellent, and you build it all up, and then if it happens to you, even though most people are kind of saying, "Oh, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool," you think, "Oh yeah, but that's not that wasn't my experience." So that's it, really. So for us, we just like to make sure that that's kept to an absolute minimum, and and you know we're not perfect. And the word to get out there is if you do have a problem, go to your dealer, and it'll get sorted. That's always been my. Yeah. I'm very open in that. I mean, yes, that's basically it. I can't. Yeah. I can't really be any fairer as a brand than than that. I mean, we believe in what we do. Um, if we have problems, we fix it. So yeah, we yeah. do what we can. Don't like we were talking about the prototyping stage. There are many prototypes that come through. Well, again, the prototyping release. takes that long because yeah. we're you know, to trying to re to reduce issues to reduce like that. The, the and then, chance, yeah. and I was saying, you know, all, all the spares and everything are available. So you know, we're here. Yeah, should we be required? So um, obviously we've been on about the, the the pistols and potentially rifles yeah. and LMGs in many years time, but um, the 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 Vosk, the BBs, and uh, is there any other part of it that's going to expand? Obviously you've got um, the BDS side of things, um, holsters. We've talked about the mags. Uh, where else is this bubble sort of going to? Change so it's, it's really for me it will probably end up going into again without talking about unannounced projects it's probably if you if it's to do with your replica um like you've got your gas you've got your ammo you've got your gun anything else you can kind of think of that's going to be specific to these things it's probably in the works or mm -hmm. coming um are we going to suddenly jump over to being an aeg brand no um we're, we're definitely focused on on what we're doing with this stuff and that's important to me because i want it to be we're focused on what we're doing. And if there's something that Vorce can produce that will aid uh, the use of this stuff, um, the reliability of it, then yeah, it's probably gonna be in the works made or or later on down mm -hmm. the road, you know, produced. Um, and whether that's 
dots you know like the vengeance where we made the you know we made these new bespoke dot site mounts for them mm-hmm. and, and all this kind of stuff and then they're available and yeah if it's if it's something like that that's quite defining then yeah it'll, it'll probably end up being available yeah. like the vx9 not many people know that the grips that we made because there are they are available yeah. separately uh and they should fit onto most 1911s and um that was a thing that we got asked for quite a lot because obviously you've made this unique thing um so yeah stuff like that definitely um so we've covered quite a bit on like the design process and stuff like that. If knowing knowing what you know now from the years and 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 things like that, um, is there any is there any part of any of the projects that you've done you'd change, tweak, or um, like like previously we 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 looked at um, like the one of the G series came out and it came out like. 25 colors or whatever it is and would would you scale that down or do you think going in the future do you still want to give that as an option i don't i don't think you can i mean in in the position i'm in i think it's hindsight's just great right yes but i think really no because if we, anything we'd done differently at all then we wouldn't be here right now mm-hmm. talking about it so yeah lessons are learned i'm not going to go into specific ones because yeah. obviously we're wonderful um <laughs> <laughs> but uh but you know re- realistically yes of course lessons are learned uh you know you increase the productivity you you make things better you increase the quality there are things that maybe from a from a running sort of building this stuff perspective you might do differently now with new projects but again we support our old ones you know we we update all of our molds if they need to be updated we change things and if things that's why again talking to dealers is important because if you end up with something that oh that part broke you might go to your dealer and they might say oh yeah Vorsk is actually um here they've 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 done that they've yeah. supplied that. so that, i think that was a thing uh, i've not gone on there the the 1911 the the muzzle and things like that you're thinking of changing things there's things that have changed on different yeah. models over the over the over the times Do, does it mean that everything i want to be clear everything we release is is ready to be released yes. and, and it's good and it's good quality and and you shouldn't face any issues because we do a lot of testing but you know later on down the line you might find that you might develop another model and think actually we that method of doing that's a bit better so we update it it's not something that we're just going to go on about but we don't make a product and then forget about it so we we do always looking and learning and updating and, and improving things and manufacturing molds break and when molds break you might have thought oh that that mold we had on that was six years old now but actually when we were looking at that we, we should have probably included that bosh done we'll, we'll put that on a new one because that's that's kind of i don't think you've got to be careful because i don't want to people who purchase our stuff should be able to rely on it yes. trust it and, and that's cool and i'm not saying we're not doing that but what i'm saying is that if later on down the line we don't just put that's in the dumb pile yeah and we'll never ever go to that again and, we'll and if just... something does change or anything like that and going back to that parts process thing it's not going to make nothing's going to be incompatible in the future no, or exactly. anything like that. it's all going to still exactly work. And that's a very compatibility for me is a big thing and, and as we announce new projects into this year and next you'll see what we mean by being friendly and that sort of making things that help the end user enjoy their experience more it's difficult without going into all of the things that we're obviously talking about but um yeah we're very much on that i don't want to ever leave customers high and dry i don't want people to feel like oh i was an early adopter and and you know thanks for that you know it's simply how things are going to attach to a platform might change but it's still going to work it's not like you're going to randomly change how the feed lips work yeah but equally it's like if you go and buy a car and you bought the car in 2010 you know you can't get angry that the 2020 model has got lane assist but yours in 2010 didn't yeah that's from that perspective obviously that's how i view it 
Um, but I have to make sure that the stuff that does come out is the best it can be when it comes out. Definitely. Mm. There's no holding things back or changing it later. It's Everything's as good as it can be. But obviously, as a brand, as you learn things or things get better, you have to improve everything. Yeah. You can't just say, oh, well, we did that 10 years ago and that's fine. Mm. Um, so we've we've looked at the 3D printing of things like that. Do you, and, and obviously going, like I was talking about doing this 20 years ago when there was probably maybe three airsoft brands that you could um, sort of look at. Is this the sort of best or the biggest technological advancement that's assisted the process of going from this to this? Uh, or do you just think there's there's just so much tech out there that's making this a lot easier to yeah, do for I mean, yourself? Yeah, it's like year, every year it gets it's more exciting. I mean, yeah. you have to learn. The only thing is, because it's all new technology, you have to, you have to kind of... Like my lead engineer, he's like amazingly talented, and um, he didn't know how talented he was really in certain areas until two years ago. Mm. Um, and I think that's I think that's really cool because it's the stuff doesn't exist. So like, how are you supposed to? Because twenty years ago, you would have oh, had that to was send like, that, that off, magic. get it machined, yeah, it's literally magic. and do it. But you can you can put that in a, a program and get that printed in. Yeah, so but we don't have to waste as much time. This is what I'm saying about the the manufacturing times and stuff, yeah. and, and project times can be different depending on projects because yeah. there are we are we do have at our disposal certain th- ways to be able to check most things now yeah. in house, which is weird. I mean, we're still getting used to that ourselves. Um, I come in sometimes. I'll pop into the office and, and um, I sit down and, and I'll get shown oh so there's the thing that we were talking about two weeks ago and I've like forgotten that that specific thing and it's like there it is and I'm not looking at it like oh right okay cool yeah 10 years that, ago that had taken no, six that's, months that's, to just that's get mad to, and, yeah. and my yeah I, I, I come from a, a long line of engineers in my family who used to do used to, were a lot into like CNC machining and all that kind of stuff and yeah it's to be able to just make something prototype it like that it, to be honest, it is it is mind-boggling, but mm. it's getting so good now. Um, I mean, our our 3D printers that we have at work, they're they're just I just call them the magic box <laughs> because although I do have an understanding of how they work and be able to operate them, they it is still to, it's kind of weird. You get it out and you clean them off, and you look at it and you're thinking that didn't exist that, that's that's two hours ago. Yeah, yeah. So definitely technology-wise, um, definitely Vorsk's at the I would say for airsoft is is absolutely up there. Yeah. Um, with its technology that we have available to us. I won't go into listing all of what we have, but we have cool stuff, don't we? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, definitely. So, uh, from Dupro yeah. as well, that's part of it. There's the investment going into, you're, yeah. you're, you're being given new toys to kind of that's help it. with the design process. Yeah, R&D, yeah, R&D was something that um, I learned a lot, cut my teeth on with Nupro. Um And uh, the way that Vorsk has, Vorsk's been doing it in a good way from day one. So it's been very good for us to be able to sort of have it from day one already in a good place whereas obviously when you're developing stuff early on like Nupro's been around for, for years now so when when I was there doing that it was it was difficult because it, again when you're the first to do it when you're like up there at the first not saying we're the only people to do it mm. but when you're up there and you are some of the first to do this stuff you're trying to write the rules for it you're kind of writing the book at the, right? at the same yeah time. so yeah. it's tough and it's um it's very challenging um, but yeah, it's definitely the, the the stuff that we have available to us and will do in the future is definitely aiding in the in the design. But it's also aiding in making it better and more exciting. So, so is there anything? So we we touched on there's 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 going to be little features and and little 
uh, tidbits and stuff on most of these platforms that people just don't simply know about. For example, the the inner barrel. So what we were on about earlier with the 911 is you design this to have the option to run it as it is, or you can screw an extra inner barrel in it and put the suppressor on it. That inner barrel system has gone on to everything else as well. Right. Yeah. So is, is there any information like that that you kind of maybe think that people don't know that you want to just put out there? Yeah, it's a couple of bits like the Defender Pro that you have in the box there. This one? Yeah, yeah. that has like a twist and click, I called it, front piece. The uh, yeah. muzzle brake, yeah. So basically when you buy the Defender Pro inside the box, not many people might know this, you, have, you actually have the barrel bushing. Um, and what you can do is Defender Pro, if you don't, because it's a beautiful gun anyway, with or without the, the, the front piece, you can um, you can basically just press the button in, twist it, it comes off, and then you put the barrel bushing in, click it in place. So you've got done. two looks in exactly. one, and some people might not literally know. don't have to take, don't yeah. have to take the kind of part, don't have to take the slide off. Yeah. So that again feeds into what we do with um, our stuff moving forward, is trying to make it as compatible and friendly to use as possible. Um, that's definitely the Defender Pro, that's definitely one. Um, as I Did said, the twelve fourteen thread adapters, didn't we? Yeah, which are on every model. Which yeah, is some people get get a bit confused with. I think when yeah, they see so it thread adapter wise, when when we start when we first started making the the Vorse Kai cappers, mm. we went for that look with the front piece, the the flash hider. That was mainly to just give you a good quality uh, thread adapter. Yeah, like out the box because it's a real frustration. So you actually on the VP twenty six X as well. You made a. Because yeah, so, oh, you're so committed to doing yeah. that, you released an extended one yeah, to get yeah, past the breacher, so didn't on you? The, on the 26 up yeah. here. Um, because, the, because the breacher piece is like right there on the front and you've got the masher piece. And when you, when you charge that weapon, it actually, you watch the whole thing, it kind of moves the whole thing back. So it would pull the barrel up and in. Yeah. So what the problem with that is, if you go to fit a suppressor, it doesn't work properly because it jams. Now, my issue with that was we make commitments in our design commitments to... There's no way to tell that to a player, so no. you've got to change something. So you have to make everything. So I will say, it's all got out. What's the point of all having the inner barrels? We'll commit to the inner barrel thing. But if I commit to the inner barrel thing, what's the point of putting an inner barrel on a VP26 with a thread on it if you can't put a suppressor on it? Now, look, I'm not saying you should all go out and put a suppressor on a VP26. Personally, I think it looks cool, but some people will think there's something wrong with me for saying that, and that's fine too. But it's, again, down to that choice. So in the box, you actually get a... The, the, the actual adapter isn't a standard adapter, if you look at it. It's mm -hmm. actually the same cover and everything. Um, we don't fit it out of the box. It's one of the first guns we didn't fit the cover out of the box just because... I think looks-wise, it's kind of been... It needs the suppressor as well, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it kind of been designed without that in mind, right? It's kind of been designed as a... But because of that commitment, it's in there. You take the cover off, you can fit suppressors to the 26X. Mm. And again, it's not a thing I don't think that's been shouted about, just like the Defender Pro front piece. Um, so yeah, that's that's another one. Yeah. Um, so there's loads of little bits in there. There are, just... when you when you, when you you dig into the... Like the... On the Vengeance, when you take the red dot off there's a cutout now on the underside of the red dot so it slides mm -hmm. over the site stuff yes. like that just 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 little things that if you don't think about they don't you know it's kind of it, you can miss it and it's, it's endless um but yeah so um covered absolutely loads there yeah it's always great talking to you we've gone through from your uh, childhood pictures on your fridge to 3D printed parts, CNC'd all the way to what is end user, new bits, future bits, 
Uh, we didn't touch on that, but this is a new colour that's coming yeah, out. Yeah, it's just um, the, the full grey. We, we've gone down. Uh, grey seems to be quite a nice. I think a lot of yeah. people like it. I personally really love it. Yeah, the split slide high capper there is going to be available in full grey soon. Yeah, yeah. so uh, I think the last thing to cover uh, is with Tom is a giveaway. Indeed. So we, um, we've, we've been generously... Uh, given a few bits, uh, we will we won't go through everything that uh, is going to be um, uh, thrown at you. But if you do stay tuned to social media and stuff like that, uh, but it is probably one of the newest uh, platforms that you've brought out. Um, I think there's a, a, a double pack and there's some various other bits in there. But uh, thank you very much for Tom for bringing that along and uh, and giving us that. Thank you very much to uh, Ross for. Talking to us for. I can uh, still go if you want. We can, we can just keep going yeah. on. I, I, reckon, yeah. I, I reckon I'm only just. I've just warmed up. Just warmed up, yeah. <laughs> well, it's quite cold in here, so. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but uh, as always, thanks very much for joining us and uh, all you that dropped questions. But if that's everything for today. Thank you, Ross. Thank, thank you, Tom. Thank you thanks to the much. guys that are behind the scenes that make this all possible. But until next time, I'll see.